Welcome one, welcome all to another edition of, well it's a hybrid this week isn't it? It's the Geek Alert, but it's also kind of Denver Comic Con Radio because we have had the privilege for the third year in a row now of attending the Colorado Symphony's Symphonic Tribute to Comic Con and it is just a phenomenal show. Um, what did you guys think this year? Let's just get right into it I guess. Yeah, Jay, you better start. I always start. Um, you do. It was my favorite so far, honestly. I feel like it was very well put together. It was very balanced between uh, film and video game scores, and it was lovely and wonderful. I liked it. Yeah, and the new, uh, I guess he's a composer, or the director, uh, Christopher Dragon. I believe he is the new conductor. conductor. I don't know about the composing, though. i got to ask him. He might. He, he, might, might, he might be a composer, too. But uh, he, he did a really good job. I was surprised. He had some big shoes to fill after Scott ended up moving on. So, you know, it was one of the things that everybody was very excited to see. And I, I don't think anybody left disappointed this year. It really felt like it was a huge show. Just the way the energy was going on in the auditorium, the way people were kind of... I, was, like, I remember hearing the bells ring at intermission, and I'm... Almost certain I saw people literally running to their seats um, because of how excited they were to hear what was coming up next. This is probably the biggest and baddest one of these we've seen yet. Um, was there a particular favorite moment for anyone for all the music that they played? Scotty? Oh, it has to be with music? Or I, I just like the moment when an owl showed up on stage to deliver things and watch Oh, that's right! Squee. We did have... Like, oh my so, god, there's an owl! For those who don't know, you have to go on a tangent for this. She's kind of... Deathly terrified owls? Okay, there are literally three things on this planet that scare me to death. And they are as follows. Owls, clowns, and furries. If you combine any of them, not even furries, mascots also count, whatever. People in costumes that aren't Mickey Mouse scare me to death. So when an owl, granted it was a onesie, so it wasn't as horrifying as other events have been, quote-unquote, flies on stage. Yeah, I was a little like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. But it, it was also Matt. I mean, and we, we love I Matt. I know. Matt's a good guy. I love Matt so much, and I just still love him. I still love you, Matt. But you gave me a heart attack for a minute. <laughs> he knew that was coming, too, because he kept that a secret from us, that what his little cosplay would be. But he's done that every year. I think. Um, actually, he has, because he was really tight-lipped about the yeah. um, Invisible Man that he did last year. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to do costumes. We, we all asked him, like, what are you going to do? And we didn't see until he, just, the guy in the band just showed up at our table, like, is it Matt? And he just nodded, never sincerely. <laughs> so that's how you found out it was Matt that year. Um, <laughs> go figure. But uh, Matt Krupa, for those who don't know, is the, um, more or less the nerd consultant for the Call of Symphony. He's, he's our guy that was in the owl suit on stage, for those of you that were there. And he is just a class act to work with, and we cannot thank him enough for uh, the fact that he um, helps coordinate the show, helps coordinate the fact that there's discounts available, um, gets it out to all the nerd organizations out there like us and, and others that are that are uh, doing a fine job as well. And, and really, he just the guy's amazing. So shout out to Matt first and foremost for putting on another or setting up another setup for Yay, a great Matt. show. He's yeah. I'd also like to just point out that I did give Matt a hug after he took off the owl onesie. So you're all... Thank you. For someone who doesn't hug, you're all welcome. <laughs> Would you have given him a hug in the L onesie knowing that it was Matt? Nope. <laughs> no. Would it? 
this gets into some dark territory. So we're going to move on because <laughs> I, don't want, I, I don't think I want to know how how little you do for Matt in the outsuit. That's kind of scary. Um, but outside of that and the outsuit terrifying Shay, what what else did Scotty like? Oh well, uh, I got to pull out the program here. Uh, they did a lot of video games this year. They went from Diablo, Assassin's Creed. Oh my goodness, what else? Fallout, Final Fantasy VII, which brought Shay to tears. Uh, but one of the songs that I, or one of the, we'll get to that in a moment, yeah, I guess. one of the songs that I did not recognize was Bad Blood that they did, and that was the Taylor Swift song. It sounded good. I'm going to have to give it a listen at some point and see if, how the symphony did their rendition of it. So you were not sitting next to me during them playing that. And I was singing along. You can ask John about this. <laughs> I sat there and I sang, and he's just like laughing. Word. Four words. <laughs> Um, she knew every beat, she knew every pause, she knew when to go up tempo, when to go down tempo. That is a song that clearly you love. I'm actually really just talented at knowing songs and singing them. Random shade talent fact. I sing often, just not here. And you have a new anthem as well, but we'll have to follow that up on a different show. And you have a new anthem? Yes. The song we were playing right before this. Oh, it's called yes! That's How You Know. That's not... For anybody, <laughs> look it up. That's the key. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was a lot more video games, and, and Taylor Swift kind of was a, a pleasant surprise. But I think before we get into the the wonder of them putting that in there, what was your favorite moment, Shay? Oh boy. Um. So I don't know. I really liked a lot of it. I liked how it was balanced out. I I've never played Diablo three. I still haven't played Assassin's Creed Syndicate, even though I have it and I bought the PlayStation Four specifically. For it, don't tell anybody. Um, and I really, I really liked it. I have to say, though, the long tribute to Star Wars was my favorite. It was the finale, and it was sad. And yes, I know you're like, oh, but you cried during Final Fantasy VII, Aerith's theme. And you're right, I did, like a little girl. And I'm not sorry for it. It was beautiful. It was touching, and it tore a hole in my childhood that can never be put back. Well, I don't think the point was to um, to shame you. It's that was actually there were actually this is the I don't tear up at music very often, but I've done it more at these symphony shows than anywhere else. I mean, when they put Superman on a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. oh sweet mama, that was he did that was Niagara Falls. Um, and this year, honestly, it was uh, the two the Jerry Goldsmith thing was one of my favorites because that man has done so many amazing pieces of work, and the fact that they let Austin Wintry lead that section is just phenomenal because Austin's already a great composer as it is, an already great conductor as it is. Um, the, the amount of talent at the symphony is just ridiculous. But um, love Jerry Goldsmith's work. I mean, that's that's 82% of the childhood movies. Yes, I did the math. Um, <laughs> that I saw with, with his music in it. Um, and I heard Gremlins in there. And more importantly, I heard Star Trek The Next Generation because that's near and dear to me. Yeah. Um, and the John Williams Raiders of the Lost Ark piece was just That was beautiful. beautiful. That I was sing, just I sing beautiful. To that Chills. Too. Chills yeah. the whole way for that one. It really was. How did, I mean, you, how, how did you... Oh, sorry. You did the... I did, go ahead. Da, 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 da. I did that. When I'm not going to lie to you, John just looked at me at one point like, really? And I was like, yeah, really? <laughs> I do believe now, if memory serves, that you were kind of giddy-upping as well as though you were riding the horse like you would. I was. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but that's the point. This, that's, that's really how magical this show is because this is what it does to people. It, it, it excites and it inspires in that respect. And actually, that's... 
really what I think was impressive was how much it encompassed pop culture this year. Um, Bad Blood mm-hmm. is a grand example of that because you don't normally um, see that in a no, tribute to Comic Con. Really um, and it's not a bad thing. Again, it was it was very well done. I agree with you. It was. And here we go with the lyrics, like I said. Um, you say sorry just for show. <laughs> don't say sorry for show, John. I don't think I will. Not for show. Yeah, I don't. Not for show. I don't think we have any bad blood, so we're, we're okay. Oh, surprise! Oh, okay, good. Well, that'll be a long discussion. Scotty and I are going to fight. Yes. after the show, we are going to be a throwdown. We might have to. <clears throat> Over the symphony or Civil War still? Civil War. I think oh, okay. we have to have a Civil War edition part two. I got bones um, to pick with you. I got crossbones to pick with you. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be one hell of a Civil War throwdown coming up, so get ready for that. So, it's going to be a battle royale. Um, what else did you guys like? What else was amazing to you for the show this year? Okay, I'm going to go. Yeah, she's, you always <laughs> I look go at first. You I want you to go I first. Know, and, I was, and I was totally staring at you. I was like, oh, I'm going to stare at Scotty. And I was staring first. intently out the window like an arrow. <laughs> And any dramatic thing ever. Like, Winter Soldier had it. Let's not forget Robert Redford staring over that dun, dun, beautiful dun. view of the Potomac. Um, so I really have to say I was impressed with the amount of cosplay this year. Um, so before everything, even the show took place, they had, I believe it was the 501st? Yes. Yes, yes it was. It was a 501st again. Um, and I'm sorry. I am terrible with things lately. My memory and my brain are like, mushy moosh. But it was just, they were such a fun group. All the cosplayers were amazing. But there was one stormtrooper in particular who I had an absolute blast with. I'm pretty sure it was a she and she was in the black armor. And I'm trying to film and she's like standing behind the camera and doing buddy ears and I lost it. (laughs) And then uh, Scotty apparently had the person with the R2-D2 unit come harass me. You're welcome. And I might have accidentally called R2 VV8. Which I heard he did do the little squeal after that. He did. I fell to the floor in apology. I hugged R2 twice. I feel awful. If the Force Awakens taught us anything, droids don't forget. So oh my know God. that that R2 forever is scarred by the fact that you called him by the new kitty's name of VV8. But VV8 is so cute. <laughs> Oh, and I did hear that there will be an upgrade because he has the guy that runs the R2 unit had a piece burnout, out, so he's got to do some upgrades before Comic-Con starts this Yay! year. And hopefully he's able to get some of the pieces to kind of pull out like R2 did when he would get fried. Oh, really? So he's so, planning on doing the full-on... So there, there's going to be some... It, it, it's always a work in progress to make it more realistic. I mean, this year he even added the uh, Princess Leia playback. Yes. That's right, he did, and that was amazing. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure I heard the piece of that, and then I saw the crowd Mm -hmm. assemble, and that did not take long for everyone to know what that was by heart. That was beautiful. Yeah, and I'm blind, so if it had a projecty thing, I couldn't see it. It didn't have a projector. I was going to say, I don't think it did, but I can't see Mm -hmm. very well. (laughs) I mean, I can. That would have been, it would have been cool if it did. I'm just happy that it had the audio in there, as it was. The audio was spot on. I'm pretty sure you just... Took it from the flick. Yeah, probably. just a hunch. Which, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I I have no complaints. I thought it was great that they added that to this in general. It was. Um, and actually, we do have we do have video of someone calling R2 BB-8. I don't think we um, do, though. We, we do. Oh, we do. Right. I may or may not have taped that. I know. That um, was deleted later. And I'm pretty sure we also have the Stormtrooper piece, so I may have to throw those up at the bottom of this for you. Just to I can't remember if I hugged or high-fived her. I think I high-fived. It was high-fives. Yeah. But they were all awesome. A lot of them, and then they a few of them were out of costume later, and 
We're just like, oh, hey, we'll see you next year. And I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really just fun to see the eclectic collection of fans. You had the cosplayers, casual. You had the super top-notch, very, oh, my gosh, detail, everything that I wish I could have cosplayers. You had the people with just nerd shirts. I mean, it was amazing. And then you had people dressed to the nines. And it was a really fun uh group of people so I had fun with that I like that that was probably my favorite part was just seeing everybody come and then everyone enjoy it and then we all left but we all like stood out after and chit-chatted and we were like hey what else caught your eye this year Scott well one of the things that I didn't know until this comic-con tribute was that there is a craft station that gets opened up during the symphony for any of the kind of geeky shows and it's run by a beautiful woman named Sherry. She is the director of, I'm just going to call her the director of fun. Because what she does is she just makes something easy for the kids to come in, make, have fun, laugh, and leave with something great. So this year they had fezzes, they had uh, bow ties for Doctor Who, and the biggest one I think was the Toothless Dragon from How to Train Your Dragon, which Shay, unfortunately, didn't get to make one. It didn't. <clears throat> I should have. Shame. Shame. I still but need to put the bell. You're right, though, because none of us knew about the craft station until you found out about it this year. Exactly. Um, so next year, you will have your toothless. Well, that's okay. they might not be doing yeah. toothless next year. It changes for every show. But I will figure out how to origami a toothless. We'll make it happen. That's, that's the kind of termination I was hoping for. Was yeah. You're going to make it happen regardless. So well, if it ends up being a fez that's actually a dragon, that's cool. I mean, it fez could happen. Cool. could happen. Well, I hope so, because you do love Toothless. That was actually, I think, that was what, the second piece that aired was to have a train your dragon sweep this year, wasn't yes. it? Or? Yes. Yes, that's right. And that was another one I'm pretty sure you were bouncing. I did. I bounced along to there that. There was a lot of little giddy bouncing moments of joy from and Jay. There was. I um, I actually got a toothless plush from my dad a few birthdays ago. And it's like literally super hard to find. I think it was like $100. And he lives in a box. And I was so afraid to take him out. I know, it sounds terrible. But I'm like, that is my most prized possession. I have him in my like, if there's ever a fire, you grab this and go bag. But yeah, that if that doesn't speak to my love of toothless, I don't know what does. But I think that's um, that's the magic of this show yeah. is everything comes to life for all of us. Um, I mean, really, like I said, there's I mean, that was there a particular piece of music? I know again, I got teared up for that part. Shay, Port Niagara Falls. Was there anything that truly moved the Scotty this year? Oh my goodness, I don't know. I, the Independence Day Suite was great. Uh, the Gold Standard to Jerry Goldsmith. I, that was. Phenomenal because there's everything from my childhood as well. Um, the theme theme from Cosmos actually caught me by surprise. It's a show I haven't watched in a long, long time, and now I need to do it again because I don't remember it having a score that powerful. I remember the opening credits, but I, I think you're right. I think those little NBA pieces because you're so fascinated by the science and the awesomeness that is Neil deGrasse Tyson mm -hmm. um, that was, you don't think about the music. Was anyone else just expecting Neil deGrasse Tyson to like walk up and explain space to you while that was going on? Because I, <laughs> I sat there like, okay, where is my space lesson? Why am I not learning right now? Um, that actually would have been beyond phenomenal if he showed up for that. It let's just be honest, that would have been All right, like have, the icing on the cake. We have to go kidnap Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, 
No, because that's <laughs> illegal. Um, we've had this discussion before. There are laws and protections in place that allow for us to not kidnap you people. You just do not have the motivation I seem to have um, for making things happen. This is going to be an offline discussion of how concerning it is. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, really, if you want to follow him on Twitter, let's no, do that. I that, actually that do. Okay, so do I. Um, do that first, and let's just let's just keep it to that. Because right. I don't have that kind of bail money, and that's that's federal charge. I would shit. feed him. I would feed him very well. I. I don't think you're getting the importance that you don't kidnap people. <laughs> because you can't keep him in captivity and feed him good food and then still get off of... I mean, I Wait, guess... Let's, let's try another approach really quick. If you kidnap him, <laughs> there's not as much science in the world. And the world needs <gasps> <What>? science. What? <laughs> no! We need science. Okay, so that... We need we physics, just, We just saved him from... So. Chase Rath and, and being stuck like the same thing? ...into a trunk. <laughs> And put in the basement somewhere where he's going to get a lot of people. <laughs> so that's good. That's really good. Um, but yeah, it was. This was another phenomenal show. And really, this is. It's a tradition now that I don't. I hope it never stops. I mean, I really don't. This is just always a joy to go to every single year. Um, any final thoughts on the show overall, Scotty? What, what do you think about it as a whole or in general? You know, if you haven't gone to the show yet, you need to. Uh, every year, it gets better and better. There's more stuff for kids to do. And even big kids get to enjoy themselves at this show. So, you know, you've got to go at least once. If you're just like a casual symphony-type person, this will get you bought straight in to go to something completely different and out of your comfort zone. Because it's bright. It's fun. It has everything from our everyday lives right now. And that's something that a lot of people don't really tend to know. And with, you know, music being taken out of high schools and regular school right now, there's going to be a lot of kids that don't know where this kind of music comes from. They don't know that there's something other than what they hear on the radio because you don't hear a lot of symphony stuff on the radio. That's a fair point. And you know what? You, you bring up a good point, too, about how this is kind of a, a great gateway concert because I believe it's July 14th. The symphony has their um, tribute to Legend of Zelda, and that's another great example of how they're just continuing to find those wonderful pieces. What was uh, Any final thoughts for you on the show, Shay? I'm I'm in line waiting for uh, tribute to DCC number four already, which will be in March. Which yes, yes, as we understood it, March of next year date's subject to change, so don't hold us to that. But March of next year should have the symphonic tribute to Comic Con four point mm-hmm. yeah. I loved I loved it. I am a huge fan of classical music. If you actually pull up my iPod, I have way way too much Beethoven and Bach, and uh, it's it's yeah. Even some Lindsey Sterling. But I do love the electric violin. I love all violins. I think my goal in life is to marry a violinist and just live that way. That's very wholesome of you. No. That was a challenge. For <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you know where I was going. It worked. Okay. It worked. It, it did. Um, I mean, really, it's... I have always enjoyed putting in an old movie, be it Superman the movie or whatever I grew up watching, and, and feeling that chill that you get that you did when you were six or seven years old and saw it for the first time. And that's, there has never been a show that they've done in the past few years that has not given me that particular chill. So it is just a, it is a beautiful time. Um, if you guys get to make it next year, take the whole family. I mean, I saw so many families this last round and I, I love seeing that because it means you're passing down the wonder of this music to the next generation and they will go and they will uncover all the magic that comes with it. They'll go get all the DVDs. They'll go watch all the movies and it just propagates the wonder of, uh, of these absolute classics. So, any final thoughts, maybe, Bells, before we take off for the evening, Arms? I kind of cover the show for, for you guys, too. 
Scotty's wrong. Scotty's always right because Scotty's Batman. Scotty's not Batman. Scotty's Batman. They didn't have they didn't have Batman, did they? No Batman this year. No, that was last year. Yep. Oh yeah, it was. Well, the and last year they also did the uh, Tim Burton show. As they well. did. I am actually legit sad I missed that because I also love Tim Burton. Daniel, the music is uh. Just yeah. so blind. Mm-hmm. But no, it was all fantastic. Um, I think more people need to be going to these shows because classical music, I, I posted this on my Facebook and I think my Twitter, but I don't remember if it was one or the other or both, um, that there is something just classically romantic about live orchestras and those symphonic sounds that you hear. I mean, it's wonderful. It's amazing. Go do it right now. Go do it right now. But not this show because it's it's over. Not if you have a TARDIS. Then it hasn't even started. I really can't speak on that. Actually, time travel. <laughs> if you have that, also go back and um, get me some lottery numbers too, please. Because I. Anything else we just got it before we? Nope, that's it. All right. Well, there we have it, folks. So once again, another wonderful year from the Colorado Symphony. We thank them to no end, and we will see everyone next year at the Symphonic Tribute to Comic Con 4.0. Uh, until next time.